If you could be anyone for a day, who would you be and why? Does it have to be a person? I'd like to be the moon. On this episode of The Commercial Break. <laughs> why are you not taking your shoes off? What kind of broken home did you come from where putting your shoes, your dirty ass shoes, on a bed or a couch is in any way appropriate? Inquiring minds want to know. <laughs> the next episode of The Commercial Break starts now. The commercial break. I'm Brian Green. This is the director of deliciousness, Kristen Joy Hoodley. Best to you, Kristen. Best to you, Brian. And best to you out there in the podcast universe. <laughs> I. This is kind of a disturbing story, and I don't know why this bothers me. We'll get a little serious for a second. Do you have you read or heard about the tour boat ferry that capsized in the Bahamas, killing an older lady? This happened recently. It happened like. Two days ago as we were recording. No. Okay. So they go to the Bahamas. Uh, I think the Blue Lagoon is where they're they're okay. at. They're taking a ferry over to one of these private islands mm-hmm. that the cruise ship companies own. So it's a cruise-based agreement with this ferry boat. Double-decker ferry boat. You, you go on them. Uh, people go on right. them all the time, right? You go on one of those excursions. They put you on there. It's uh, sanctioned by the cruise ship. It's safe. The cruise. Sometimes they have cruise staff members that go with you and all this other stuff. So the boat, there's very scary video of another boat pulling aside it, trying to help as the boat is just leaning almost at, I don't know, maybe 30 degree angle to one side. And everybody's kind of like trying to get on the top of it to like maybe roll it the other way. way, But one person jumps off and then everybody jumps off. Well, there was an older lady who, even though they managed, everyone managed to get life jackets on before it actually capsized. Yeah. This one lady just couldn't hold her head above water in the choppy seas. And she was older. She was like in her 80s. So she passed away. I think she was in her 80s. She passed away. So that's awful. It's awful. It's a terrible, terrible story. And it's like, it's again, it's like nightmare fuel, right? Like we reviewed frogging. That's nightmare fuel. It's like you're on a boat. Things go wrong in the chaos. Something happens and you're unable to, like, I think about my children instantaneously. Like, holy shit, holding that many children. I mean, how do I hold 12 to 18 children right. on my shoulder? But here's the crazy thing. I start to recognize they have pictures of the inside of the boat and videos and people are taking. I start to recognize the boat and I'm like, wow, I've, I've been on that boat. I've been on that boat. And, and then I connect the dots that I was on the boat and it was this year and it was not that long ago that we took this cruise with right. my family. Yeah, Remember back yes, in spring? yes. And uh, we used this charter company, chartered us to this island. And it was the same fucking boat. That's, is that not insane? That is crazy. Well, I mean, I'm sure they have like the main one that, you know, takes people. Yeah, on yeah, this they, stuff. They, yeah. Apparently, what they, happened? I don't know. Something happened with the boat, the bilge pump or yeah. something. And it just got, got, it took on water and then it, tipped over, right? And I had been sitting in those seats. I mean, this is months and months and months ago, but it still is kind of like a a weird, I don't want to say serendipitous. Yeah, it's a weird feeling that, oh my gosh, that could have been us. And it reminded me of the time that Astrid and I were in Paris when we were in love and I was chasing her around you the were. world trying to keep her <laughs> keep myself her. top of mind right <laughs> playing uh, Guns N' Roses songs yeah <laughs> Motley Crue Motley Crue <laughs> on the piano I'm on my way 
Just set me free, home sweet home. Shut the fuck up! Trying to enjoy my New Year's Eve! Hi, Brian. Hi, Brian. <laughs> you play the piano like you build a house. Hi, Brian. <laughs> I was trying to impress her. So I'm, we're traveling all around, and one time we, she was in Switzerland at school, and so I met her in Switzerland, and then we're going to go to Paris. Surprise, we'll just go spend a week in Paris. And so we take the train, we go down to Paris. We have a blast in Paris. We're staying at this hotel over by the Arc de Triomphe and all this other stuff, and then we leave. That is November 12th of that year, 2015, I think is what it was. We get back to Switzerland I'm going to leave the next day. We're staying at a hotel. We wake up and the Bataclan shootings had happened the night before in the neighborhoods and in one of the cafes that that Astrid and I had actually been at. Wow. It was chilling. I mean, not not only chilling because of what happened, like there was a, a complete yeah. like barbarism going on with those terrorists shooting people up out of window, you know, car mm-hmm. windows and stuff like this and in the the Bataclan. and but the real chilling part was twenty four hours. You were just there after I was just there, and you. It makes you think. I mean, it's it's like who missed their flight on nine eleven? Who was that? Like was Danny DeVito or somebody like that missed a flight mm-hmm. on nine eleven? One of the flights was that he was supposed to be on. Um, was one of the flights that ran into the World Trade Center, or, and it's just like this creepy, scary, weird sensation that like wow. I could have been part of the the fracas. I yeah, could have been part of this. I was where the terrorist. tragedy happened. I was where the tragedy happened. I also feel that way about a lot of stuff in my life where good things happen and I just miss it by a day. <laughs> like the Dick Tracy collection or Bitcoin or anything related to real, real estate. estate. I was going to say real estate. Well, you know, you follow your own method, which is the buy high, buy high sell low method of... <laughs> Doing real estate, right. which just was never a winning combination <laughs> in the first place, but it had only taken me 32 years to figure that out, Chrissy. One of those houses is 32 years old, and I still can't get fucking rid of it. It's crazy. But it's creepy. Isn't that like a creepy sensation? You ever had one of those like brushes with, I don't say death, but brushes with disaster right. that you've missed something? You it, Have you ever had one of those? I'm sure I have. One's not coming to mind right now, though. But. Yeah. I think there's been like a few car accidents that I just missed. I think about the time we're driving down the highway and we got this big uh, SUV and all the kids <laughs> and the in-laws and everybody's stuffed in there. It's like a three row and we're all stuffed in there. And we've been down at my dad's old house, which is like 40 miles away from where I live. So you got to take the highway, the main highway here in Atlanta, 75, 85 down to his house. And so we're returning after having dinner. It's probably nine or 10 o'clock at night. It's in the winter. It's cold. And we're driving down the highway, and I'm driving in the left lane, as I do, at 117 miles per hour, screaming and yelling at everybody who's not who's getting in my way. Get the fuck out of the way! <laughs> you know, I'm having my uh, car anxiety, driving down the highway. Everybody already in Astrid's family is terrified of my driving. <laughs> terrified of my driving. But I think I'm a good driver, and I think I'm a defensive driver, and I think I keep my eyes on the road. And, you know, man, I got a little bit of a heavy foot. Not so much with the children anymore, but I used to have a little bit of a heavy Yeah, okay, I still have a heavy foot. So, um... Uh, we're driving down, and in the in two lanes to the right of us, so it's like five lane highway. In two lanes to the right of us, there is a semi truck. <laughs> 
and he and he is driving pretty fast also so i'm probably going 80 he's probably going 82 let's call it and so we're kind of pacing each other a little Mm -hmm. bit and then there's a lane in between us as he kind of gains speed i'm slowing down for some reason he kind of gains speed he gains a little bit on me and i see out of the corner of my eye as his back wheel comes completely unthreaded it it unthreaded itself right it just ripped and the tread on one of those big truck tires was now heading directly for my windshield oh god i've seen those on the interstate before chrissy i don't know what matrix ass bullshit happened in my mind but i literally swerved out of the way with an inch to go i swerved out of the way i ran over another part of the tire Mm -hmm. and then this lady next to me she also swerved and it was just like, and she actually, I think, hit something. And then it was like this, just this total disaster. We missed it by an inch. We missed it by an inch. Those things fly through your windshield. Yeah. And everybody's gone, right? It's like a total disaster. Oh, yeah. And so I chalk that up to my incredible driving skills. Uh, Daniel Obviously. Daniel would say, ay, Brian, mucho rápido. You're going too fast. But, you know, I think I've had a few of those, like brushes with incidents that uh-huh. could have led to disasters. And this just, I don't know, like yesterday, a couple days ago when I read this, it like gave me chills up my spine. Like, I know, you know that, what's that term that they use? Um, something, luminescent spaces, where this whole website's dedicated to this. Places you have never been before, mm-hmm. but you see a picture of it and it feels so familiar to you, mm-hmm. right? It's a space that feels familiar to everybody. Like the collective world goes, oh, that feels like I've been there before, mm-hmm. but you've never been there before. There are websites dedicated to this. Of People take pictures of certain spaces, empty office buildings. I need to look at that. Old roller coaster parks, stuff like this, right? And you get the sense, uh, closed down theme parks, you get the sense that you've been there before, but clearly you've never been there before. But it's this weird sensation that comes upon you that's like, wow, <laughs> I've been there. That's what that's what came upon me when I read the story. I was like, "Wow, I've been there. Yeah. I, I know that. I've seen that. I, I I've been up those, you know, walked up those stairs on that boat." And lo and behold, I had walked up those stairs. It wasn't your on day. No, it wasn't my day. I hope it's never my day. I know. Actually, I'm okay. Get me to eighty, and I'm good. Like, yeah. get me to eighty, and I'm good. But I, I just want to make it to eighty because then my youngest child will graduate <laughs> kindergarten, and we'll. <laughs> right. And, we'll, <laughs> and everything will be just fine it's like um i tell you the story wait it's like wear your pajamas to school day oh right i, I wonder why Matthias was it. <laughs> <laughs> it's like wear your pajamas to school day and so one of my kids is like he wants to do everything that that daddy does <laughs> well, there's a couple kids that are in that phase right now but he especially is in that phase and so i sleep with just underwear that's yeah. all i sleep with so every once in a blue moon, he'll kick and scream and yell and fight about putting on his pajamas. He just wants to wear underwear, uh-huh. right? And then sometimes he doesn't even want to wear underwear. He's like, I just want to sleep naked. <laughs> naked. And I'm like, well, not really appropriate. Let's keep the underwear on. You can do that when, you know, when you're in your bed all night long by yourself, you can feel free to disrobe, kid. But when we, there's a good chance you're going to end up in someone's bed. Let's not do that yeah. because it's just, you know, it's not the right thing to do. So he goes... <laughs> So he goes to the to the school and then he comes home today and I'm like, it's he's got his pajamas on, like, you know, cartoon pajamas. But I'm like, I don't think he's wearing underwear. Did you wear underwear to school? <laughs> did you wear any underwear to school? And I'm not entirely sure that he did. <laughs> I'm thinking he to myself, no underwear. Oh my gosh, dude. 
Let it fly. Yeah. Let it rip, kid. He was freeballing Be it. proud of what you got. That's right. <laughs> that didn't come from me. I don't know which side of the family that came from, but that's that's much more impressive than anything He's I could have given you. He should be. <laughs> Yeah, he should be. I don't ever. I didn't have wear pajama school. To, wear pajamas to school day. Did you? I think we did. Did you? Yeah. And I know the kids had it. So I, I remember that one of my friends' children, when they were in high school, had like a pajama day. Yeah, it was usually like a week of different things. Different each day. themes. Yeah, like and one of the days was day pajamas. Yeah, pajama day or whatever mm-hmm. it was. And I remember thinking to myself, how highly un- inappropriate for a bunch of high schoolers <laughs> to, go, to, get to go. If I had gone to school in my high school in my pajamas, I would have hid in the bathroom the entire day because Why? I know because I knew that boner was coming at oh. some point. I mean, even if yeah. you know, listen, you know, I, I hate the. Um, I hate the adage that, like, you know, men can't control themselves. Of course we can control ourselves, <laughs> right? You just have to actually control yourself. But, you know, sometimes when you're young and you're a, a boy, you have no control over the erection time. It's just going to come when it's going to come, and there may be no rhyme or reason to it. Literally, it could be an algebra problem, and you get a boner for <laughs> half an hour. And you're like, why did I just get erect over an algebra problem? But at least you have the desk to cover you. You know what I'm saying? With the pajamas, there's not much There's not much to go in between you and the flesh. And so I would have been like, holy shit. I just – when that happened – this is so many years ago, like 15 years ago, when this uh, – when this kid was going to high school and it was like pajama day, I was at the house in the morning. I was like, it's pajama day. You guys are going to wear your pajamas to school. <laughs> Do you want like a, a robe to put over you or something on a towel that you can put over just in case, <laughs> just in case you get that algebra problem erection, because I swear to God, it comes at any time <laughs> right. and it may not leave ever. You never know. <laughs> now I beg it to come. I'm like, come on, let's go. <laughs> It's time. Uh, maybe I need to get in there and do some nut foliation. Maybe you should put on your pajamas. What's that? Maybe you should put on your pajamas. Oh, I, I don't even wear pajamas. I just <laughs> maybe that'll make it come. You sleep in the buff. I don't know what's going on over there at that household, but there's a whole naked scene going on. I feel like you and Jeff live in a nudist resort called, a, you know, one two three Main Street. Someone's gonna be frogging, and you're just gonna be you're gonna be frogging all over the place. I don't know what happens. I I, I just want cameras. I wish we had cameras in Chrissy's house. That would be the show. I just do TCB Chrissy's house once a week. We just do TCB Chrissy's house. Just leave the camera and the microphone rolling, and let's see what happens. It would be funny. Yeah. Well, I, you know, uh, does Jeff not foliate? That's all I gotta ask. He Is does. there not foliation going on? He does. Yeah. Super Sack Scrubber 5000! <laughs> Nut foliate! <laughs> Are you sick and tired of flaky undercarriage? <laughs> Is your nut dandruff getting in the way of your love life? Super Sack Scrubber 3000 by Brino! <laughs> Brino. Scrub those balls hard and get rid of that flaky, irritating skin on the bottom of your balls. How could you do You could be onto something. <laughs> you could. You were t- sharing me the other day, yeah, I could loofah my balls. Mm-hmm. I guess I could loofah. Mm-hmm. I, you know, I've used loofah. A couple times. I like the loofah thing. Yeah. I think it's not a bad thing. I just feel like it's a little, uh, I don't know. I don't know. There's a ton of them out there. You can get all kinds of Here, textures and things. Someone's and calling. <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Oh, it's, 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 out, it's, out it's outside. Yeah. <laughs> I, whenever I use a loofah, I get a little bit creeped out. 
that the loofah might have germs from the last time I loofahed. Do you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you can throw it in the wash. Oh, you can? Yeah. You can throw it in the wash? Yeah. Oh, one time I had a loofah <laughs> at one of the houses I lived at. Well, you know, I found out what a loofah was, and I, I'd always looked at those things and been like, what is that for? What do you do with yeah. that loofah? When I was a kid and stuff, my mom had loofahs, and I was like, what is, a, what is that thing for? And then I learned what a loofah was for, and then a girl I was dating got me a loofah, like a little soap package for men oh, with set. a loofah. Yeah, and I had that loofah. Holy, I used that loofah for like 17 months in a row. I never once washed the thing. <laughs> no. Never once. Yeah, you got to wash it. You put it actually in the laundry? Yeah. Or the dishwasher? Stick it in there. Yeah. <laughs> Even after you nut foliate, you just stick it in the wash? You can, yeah. Wow, you're don't dry so it. smart. You don't dry it, but you put it in the wash. You put it in the wash mm-hmm. and then just ha- let it air dry? Air dry yeah. I guess it doesn't matter. It's going to mm-hmm. get wet anyway, so yeah. <laughs> it fucking really matter. <laughs> Maybe I'll go back easy to loofah. Easy yeah. Maybe I go back to loofah. Maybe Brian's going to go back to loofah. I should start washing my legs, too. Huh. Uh, yeah. I'm going to wash my legs and I'm going to start with I laugh about that every time I wash my legs. <laughs> I'm like, I need to tell Brian I washed my legs today. <laughs> Last night, Astrid and I were talking and I was in the shower and I was like washing my legs. I was so proud of myself. Yeah. I'm like, I'm washing my legs. <laughs> Look at me. I'm washing my legs. She's like, great. <laughs> yeah. She's like, you should have been doing that all along. And I was like, I think I was, but I, now I now I recognize it. Thank you, remember. When I wash my legs, I actually remind myself of the episode <laughs> where I thought I didn't wash my legs and I was like, just... M- mental note you washed your legs make sure you tell chrissy <laughs> yeah Look, i, I washed my legs <laughs> hey everybody wash my legs that's gonna be the opening theme now is it? Right. welcome back to the commercial break i washed my we legs. Washed our legs we washed our legs <laughs> did you wash your legs out there did you hmm? the showers that i take are so epic they're so long you know there's there's like a it's like a good symphony orchestra there's like four or five acts involved it's like an opera right (laughs) there's the first act which is just getting my bones warm finding the right degree of super hot Uh that feels comfortable in the moment then there's pick what i'm going to watch i got to figure out what mood i'm in do i want to watch like a documentary on netflix or you know watch in the shower because we have that little that little i don't know what you call it but like uh a phone box, uh, not a phone box, but like a soap box, like yeah. uh, cut out in the wall yeah. with tile that you need. Right, there's we a have ledge. one too. Okay, then I bought <laughs> a phone holder to go on the wall. So it holds your phone <laughs> sideways and it's stuck to the wall. Okay. So you just put your phone on there and that's it. Doesn't doesn't get wet. And even if it did okay. get wet, it's an iPhone whatever and it, does, it can get wet, right? It gets wet all the time. <laughs> So then I, so I would spend a lot more time in the shower too if I could, if I was watching it's the my on, shows. Yeah, it's the only. So normally, I would yell about blue barking, blues barking in the background at night but, now. But after frogging, after the frogging episode, yep. I'm no longer upset about anything blue does. <laughs> I'm, I'm all good with it. She would have detected an intruder most definitely. Mm-hmm. So then there's act number two, and act number two is of course I got to find out how you know what kind of mood I'm in, and I got to scroll through YouTube or whatever Amazon or Netflix to to, to watch. And usually I watch something comedy based yeah. because I like to just be in a good mood while I'm taking a shower. I feel good when I'm taking a shower, so I like to be in a good mood. <laughs> then there's act three, which is the whole tooth thing. I got to yeah. do all the teeth, right? I got to go do through the, the teeth. teeth. That's too. another. It should only take me three minutes, but for some reason it takes me 10. Really? Yeah, because I start flossing and then I'll like watch something and then I've got like the floss oh. hanging out of my <laughs> mouth and stuck in between my teeth while I'm watching and I'm, I'm laughing or something. Then there's act number three, which is you the... You use actual... This is a question. So you use the actual string floss? I do. I'm a flosser. Girl. What do you mean, you mean know, a flosser? the little pick thing. Oh, the water little, pick? Not the water pick, but you can buy individual 
disposable little oh with a little string in the middle and you go like that Mm -hmm. no i use that i use that silk stuff it's Mm. silk floss and it's super soft and it's flat so it doesn't like you know cut into your cut into your gums (laughs) while you're doing it for 10 minutes yes that sounds like a good plan normally i i'd let normally i'd be upset at blue for the barking but i'm letting it pass because of the frogger episode and now i'm upset with blue again so (laughs) that's enough blue you alerted us to the person living in the crawl space can we be done with it so i floss and i do the whole dental thing And then there's act number four, where I address my head and my body, Uh right? And then there's act number five, where I scrub my face. And, you know, now I'm doing all this skincare routine. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure what the skincare routine is doing. I still look very old and decrepit. (laughs) I still got lots of wrinkles. But hey, listen. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. From this far away, I look fantastic. That's why I put that camera all the way over there. I think you're doing a great job. Oh, thank you. And then there's act number six, which is just me just dicking around in the shower, like yeah. remembering to wash my legs and, you know, <laughs> watching the end of the episode. Swear to God, I'm watching this show called Benny Dorm, which I've watched a number of times. It's this uh, British show about the Spanish, uh, the place in Spain called Benny Dorm. They're always on vacation and it's about this hotel and it's the stupidest fucking <laughs> show in the world. It's dumb as dirt. But, you know, if you like it's something. It's your zone out. It's, it's my zone yeah. out. Yeah, I just like the dumb, stupid British comedy that I can watch and, it, you know, I just love it. Anyway, so I get Benny Dorm. That's that's act number six. But there's a seventh and an eighth, which is the act of drying off. I don't know about you, but I cannot open the shower door until I'm completely dry. Can you get out of the shower and dry yourself? For me, it's too cold. I'm a half. I do half. I grab the towel that's yeah. right there. I have a hair towel separate from my regular towel. Fair enough, me too. Yeah, so I grab the... <laughs> I grab the hair towel. You should have one. <laughs> yes. Grab the hair towel, dry the hair, put it up in the turbany thing. Okay. And then I get the other towel and start drying off the rest of my body. body. But to about like my torso. Okay. And then I step out and that's when I can put my leg up on the little ledge uh, and dry the leg. I have then, a ledge in the shower. Yeah. So I can, I can do my, <laughs> I do the same thing. Yeah. I mean, you know, I go head first all the way down. But that drying off, I, I, and I'm, I'm sure there are people that this will resonate with. My bathroom is always some degree of colder than the house is for whatever reason, because of the tile or whatever, right? Um, and because they don't put a lot of like air conditioning and heat registers in bathrooms. It's just not like you don't put two or three of them in there. You just put one, one in the bathroom. Yeah. My bathroom, you could run a bowling ball through my bathroom. I swear to God, you. I don't know why we did this. It's the stupidest fucking thing in the world. The, we have so much unused space. In that bathroom, we could have a whole nother bedroom if we would just take half the bathroom that we never ever use and just <laughs> I haven't, box it off. I don't think I've been in your bathroom back there. Well, but come I need to on, come check it out. Yeah, I'll let you. Because having more space in my in the bathroom is a dream. I'll put my underwear on and then I'll show you my showering <laughs> routine. If you got an extra hour after the show, I'll show you my showering routine. <laughs> yep. And uh, but I cannot open the door to the shower because the cold, cold air comes in. So I want the hot air, the hot steamy air, just to sit there while I uh, dry myself off. But then there is this whole other routine that happens at the vanity. And Mm -hmm. that is what I've determined is taking up the most amount of times. There is vitamins. There is skincare. Mm -hmm. There are lotions. There are jellies and jams. There are potions. There are motions. (laughs) I got to self-check my balls. I got to look at my face and determine just how terrible (laughs) I look today. (laughs) Determine if there's anything that can help this poor face. I make a determination about whether or not I should be thinking about the tanning bed in the next coming upcoming days. I look at my hair, see if I need to shave it. There's a whole thing that goes on. This thing takes another half an hour, Chrissy. 
So I was explaining to Astrid, it's not really about the shower. Yes, the shower takes a little bit longer than most people. Most people probably take five to 10 minute showers. I'm in there sometimes 45 minutes. Okay, I get it. It's a waste of water and hot water and all that other stuff. That's a long time for somebody that doesn't have hair. I have no hair. I have no hair. And I don't have a lot of hair anyway. Half my time in the shower is hair. Yeah, I have no hair and I'm taking all this time. But it's not the hair or the shower that's really adding up the minutes it's the whole routine that i do afterwards that's there complete. is a routine that's yeah. when i watch my shows when you're out in the when vanity? i'm out in the vanity yeah okay then i start lotioning and potioning and vitamin this is something i actually want to ask uh, our listeners what is your shower routine do you do it in the morning do you do it at night do you take a long time is it very quick are you watching television while you're doing it do you catch up on podcasts or audiobooks i can't imagine people are out there taking a shower with the commercial break that probably sets you off on the wrong path for the day <laughs> if you're a morning shower sometimes i try and listen to our show just to check on you know are there ads running or whatever yeah and i just I can't get do so, it yeah i'm like oh my god brian you're so ridiculous you're i like so listening to music yourself. we have a sonos in the bathroom when we listen to music here's why i don't listen to music in the bathroom, and I would, but because I'm a big music lover like you. I, I do that here in the studio with my headphones on, and here's why. Music is like the siren song for my children. They will literally wake up out of a deep coma-like <laughs> state of sleep if they hear True. music that they think they might be interested in dancing to. Like, literally, I'll see them in bed sometimes. If I've got, like, I have my, I'll bring my phone, you know, I have my phone, it's playing Benny Dorm, and then the Benny Dorm music is something the kids are familiar with, so sometimes I see him like in the bed, like sleep, dead, dead asleep, just dancing, like, you know, dun, 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 dun. so I don't want to play music True. because I know that it could alert them that there's action in the house. And once they get up, fucking forget about it. There is a rule. And there's a reason there's a rule. Never wake a sleeping child. Never do it, Chrissy. <laughs> there is a reason. There is a reason. All right, let's take our first break and we'll be back with more, uh, more fun here on the commercial break. Let's cut to the chase. We love you, and we want to hear your sweet, angelic voices asking us for advice. So give us a call and leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3. If you're not ready for that kind of commitment, which I understand, send us a text instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And this wouldn't be a TCB promo if I didn't tell you to go to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the commercial break to watch all of our amazing video edits. You can also go to tcbpodcast.com to find everything we have ever put on the website. Let's listen to some sponsors and then we are back on track, baby. Love you. Bye. This episode is sponsored in part by our good friends at Uncommon Goods. All right, Christmas is coming up. We're all doing the mad dash to figure out what everybody wants. Go to the stores, buy online, all that other stuff. But me personally, and my brothers can tell you this, I like to be very unique about my gift giving. So unique that no one has any clue what I'm thinking when I get them a present. In other words, I get gag gifts every year for my brothers and some of my immediate family. And I always love to see their faces when they open up the gift. Disappointed they didn't get anything real, but they get a good chuckle nonetheless. I am so pleased that Uncommon Goods is now making it much easier 
easier for me to find these particular items. And it's not just about fun and gag gifts. They have everything. Home items, decor, corporate gifts, jewelry. If you need it, they have it. This is a truly unique shopping experience. Everything you see is made by small artists and independent businesses. These items are often very unique and handmade. I was on the website this morning looking for my gag gifts, and they have a whole section of fun and quirky gifts. Two things stood out to me. Number one, they actually have a phone jail. It's like a cage, like a small cage with a phone holder in it for like three or four phones, and then there's a lock. And if you have the key, no one's getting their phones. I hope my wife never finds that particular gift. How about this one? An actual game, a board game called Ganja Land. That's going to be fun for all the kids. I really like this company, and they like you. To get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com slash TCB. That's uncommongoods.com slash TCB for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we are all out of the ordinary. And that's something every TCB listener can agree upon. Again, go to uncommongoods.com slash TCB for 15% off your first gift. Go to this website. You'll have a ton of fun. And thank you to Uncommon Goods for being a sponsor of the commercial break. I'm Tank Sinatra. And I'm Investigator Slater. And together we co-host a podcast called Psychopedia, which is a true crime podcast infused with comedy, making it a crimedy. Each week, Investigator Slater brings us a wild and thoroughly researched true crime case. I'm here to digest it all and react just like you probably are right there on the other side of the microphone. Somehow, I've got to present each case with the detail and respect it deserves, while also cracking up at Tank's perfectly timed humor and thought-provoking questions. Listen to and follow Psychopedia on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, and we're back. I <laughs> we're, we're in, in the break, and then all of a sudden, Blue just drags her ass in here, just lays down, and Chrissy's like dragging her out the door, just trying to pick her up, and <laughs> she's just she laid down. Doesn't want to go. Yeah, Why do, none of my children, including Blue, listen to anything I have to say. They don't care. They just do what they want to do. Oh God, raising children is really tough, Chrissy. <laughs> no. Who told you? Who should, somebody should have notified me about all of this. It would take all I've my time and all my energy. It. <laughs> it's crazy. I am. I don't want to blow my wad yet because we're going to do a, a deep dive. We talked about this a couple of weeks ago. We're going to take a, maybe a, a show or two or maybe even three to deep dive into certain subjects that really need some extra time. And one of them that I'm working on right now is Corey Feldman, mm. who is just on a tear right now. And I'm not sure if that's in a good way or a bad way it's hard to determine but he's on a tour a music tour he's playing these venues they are selling out they're small uh, except for a couple festivals he's played they're relatively small chrissy but people are packing these places and they're packing these places for all the wrong reasons yeah. because Corey is terrible and he'll stop the show i watched this video last night he stopped the show his concert in this small club and i can't remember what it was maybe kentucky i think he knocked his microphone into his mouth and his tooth fell out. What? So after one of the songs, he stopped the show and he literally announces to the crowd what happened. I, I, I hit the microphone in my mouth and my tooth fell out. So I'm going to see if I can find it. And there are stagehands running around to find his tooth. This show is derailed for like 15 ah. minutes while Corey is looking for his tooth. But that's not the only time. One time the microphone wire wasn't taped down properly. And so Corey stops the in the middle of the song, in the entire show, he stops so that he can yell at the people who are supposed to tape down his microphone wire. And then he goes off stage to find a, 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 you know, a roll of tape so he can tape it down himself. And he's explaining this. Every show has some kind of crazy disaster that happens. But 
this all started, if you remember, back in the pandemic when Corey did the Good Morning America show. Do you remember this? No. Corey did an appearance on Good Morning America. Corey and the Angels. Corey Feldman and the Angels. That's the name of the band? Yeah, that was the name of the band. And he had these girls dressed up like Playboy Angels, like Victoria's Secret Angels. Right, okay. And one of them was his wife, the girl he was engaged to at the time. He married for like three months, and then now they've been a divorce. God. <laughs> and... He does this appearance, and when he does this appearance, I actually watched this live. I don't know why it was on, but I actually watched it live. And it went viral in seconds because it was a hot, unmitigated turd on the floor that he dropped, and then he just left. It was the weirdest, strangest thing you've ever seen. I can't imagine anybody out there hasn't seen the Corey Feldman ABC Good Morning America um, concert that he did. I say concert. It was actually just one song. But it was just a... a I don't know. It was like Andy Warhol weird kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. So I'm listening to Steve-O the other day. I'm watching his YouTube channel. And he has on Corey Love Steve-O. Love Steve-O. Steve-O's a good guy. I think he's a good guy. My opinion is he's a good guy. From what I've seen, yeah. Yeah. From the Jackass crew, you think of Steve-O as the kind of guy you want to go have a beer with, right? Mm -hmm. And he was in terrible trouble there for a while, if you remember. He had a bad drug addiction, and he was taping himself high on all kinds of stuff, and everybody was like, you know, all these guys were like Johnny Knoxville. They were all like, dude, you got to get help. You're going to die. And it looked like he was going to die. And I think he said before, I was going to die. But the guy cleaned up. And he cleaned up and he's now he's got some sense. He's like still the jackass guy, but mm-hmm. he's got some sense of like clarity and understanding and self-awareness. I, I think the Steve-O 2.0, no pun intended, pun intended, is very cool. And if you watch his show, you can see that. Like if you listen to his show, his podcast or watch his podcast, you can see that. And so I'm obsessed with this Corey Feldman interview that he did because Steve-O just has this kind of relaxed way. He's got a co-host. And you can tell that Corey Feldman feels very comfortable with what's going on. Uh So during this, Corey Feldman presents one of the weirdest conspiracy theories I think I've ever heard in my entire life. And why anybody would want to do this to Corey, I have no idea. He has his own thoughts on this. I thought I'd play like a two or three minute clip from Steve-O's show because I want you to hear what Corey says. Yeah, let's right, listen. You ready? Okay. And, and this is just a little primer, a little primer for Corey Feldman. <laughs> okay. There's Steve-O. <laughs> you got to love him. He's, he's got to be in his like, what, late 40s, I think, or something like that? Yeah. Yeah. Let's listen. I would- oh, by the way, you can go, uh, Steve-O, Wild Ride, you can go and subscribe to his YouTube channel or listen to his podcast. I just want to give that shout out before I use his content. <laughs> <laughs> Believe that it's your music career that's been more financially uh, rewarding for you. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Yeah, because it's been the last five years that my music luckily blew up. And again, this was, I believe, just an attempt to try and like knock me down and make... His, your music blew up. I was going to say. But it not was. for the right reasons. <laughs> yeah. That's the challenge, Corey. And listen, I guess you take it any way you can get it. If we were the biggest goof on the internet, if everyone was like the commercial break, what the, and I'm sure they are, what the, <laughs> f- they're just not even using any extra breath to talk about us. But what if we were like, you know, the biggest laughing stock of mm-hmm. the entire internet? I would take that. I would take that. Yeah. Me look like a jackass. Sorry for the expression. It's all good. But, but yeah, I mean, because we did the Today Show, which was obviously a. I'm Today Show. I'm sorry. I said Good Morning America. It's the Today Show. 
setup. I mean, like every single media outlet at the exact same moment, the second we walked off stage was like, what was that? What was that bizarre, strange performance? You know, Corey Feldman really blew the, you know, donkey or whatever. Like it was terrible. What was he thinking? Which newspaper said Corey Feldman blew the donkey? <laughs> I was going to say. And is that even an know, expression? I don't think it How is. do you blow the donkey? <laughs> I mean, I'm sure you can. <laughs> I think I have friends who've seen that online, but uh, that's kind of a weird. Uh, yeah. And also, I don't think it was any kind of setup because, I mean, everybody watches the Today Show, at least other news organizations as well. Of course. Monitor that. Yeah, like those morning shows, they're mm-hmm. they're monitored by by everybody. Mm-hmm. So what Corey, I th- where he's going, and we'll listen to the rest of this, where he's going, I think, is he believes that there's a conspiracy, th- there's a conspiracy against him to take him down. Why? Where to where? Take you down to where? I, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you you lost your tooth on stage in a small club in Kentucky. Like <laughs> Corey, come on. And. It was all across the board. Everybody had the exact same headline. Like, you're telling me that there's not one single media outlet that saw it a little bit differently or had a different perspective or wrote maybe a few different words? No, it was the exact same language across the board at the same Does time. That. Isn't that miraculous? Would you- Okay, Corey, hold on. You gotta you gotta calm your mind down here a little bit. First of all, everybody does this. They take the tagline and then they repurpose it. It's just content generation. Right. And in a lot of cases, there aren't even real human beings writing those articles deep in the internet. It's just like they're literally taking what somebody else said and, and just jumbling up the words and putting it out there again. Second of all, maybe there was no one that saw it differently. Maybe everybody did think it was a really hot, unmitigated, hot turd on the floor. Maybe. I don't know. It was a big, fat donkey. That's the way. Big, <laughs> they blew the big, fat donkey. That's how it looked to me. And I watched it live. Just it, off. Exactly. So, do, do you think a bunch that of pedophiles that are very powerful? <laughs> too. Do you think that um, in that case, because there was so much widespread, uh, you know, coverage of this performance, which was critically panned, mm. like just the fact that there was that much coverage, do you think the inadvertently? It they made helped. it go through the roof. Right. First so, of all, so you, so you it was the most, because of what they did, it backfired. It was the most viewed performance in the Today Show history. That I, I think that certain celebrities get delusional <laughs> after a minute. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like, and I can't tell if Steve-O is buying into this or if he's just trying to keep it interesting and, you know, kind of trying to go. Move it go- along. Corey. No, he's goading Corey into saying, yeah. going deeper into it. But do we really think that the world media organization is against Corey Feldman because he may or may not have something against people, you know, pedos. I, I don't know. It seems like a stretch to me, but let's listen to more. What she said. So Tara, um, Tamara, sorry, Tamara Hall, um, said it on live TV. She goes, this is the most viewed performance in the today show.com ever. Boom. Right. Those, so, that was yes, I believe it. Subscribe to the notion that there's no such thing as bad publicity in this case. Well, there isn't as long as they're writing about you or talking about you, then you're in good shape. So that's why what they're doing to me now is even worse because they won't even have me on to explain what's been going on. What happened? Wait, okay, what yeah, happened? Uh, wait. <laughs> First of all, why, <laughs> Corey, you went on live TV. You put on one of the strangest performances everybody anybody has ever seen. You're dancing like Michael Jackson, singing like a five year old, uh, you know, kindergartner, and then you've got these we- girls dressed up in these weird angel costumes playing instruments behind you. Right. And the song was just extraordinary. It was not good. 
and then you think that people had something like it was against a, you. Yeah, like it was a whole conspiracy with all media organizations everywhere, and they instantaneously put out the bad <laughs> press to take down Corey Feldman. <laughs> Corey Feldman may or may not have needed to be taken down. Like, what did Corey do? It's not like Corey was starring in Mission Impossible Seven. The guy was touring around with the Angels. I just have a hard time believing this, but it's got me so crazed. I'm like, <laughs> how can someone believe this? This is why this country is fucked, is because everybody's a little bit delusional in their own way. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would you think for a minute anybody would have an axe to grind? I mean, okay, if you got some dirt on a, on a pedophile somewhere, maybe that particular person and their organization have something against you. Does that mean they can convince every media organization and every person who watched it to then pan this particular performance? No, of course not. That's a ridiculous notion. And then he says, it's the most watched in today's show dot com history. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, I, I wonder uh, I wonder what the uh, what the second most watched video on today's show dot com is. It's probably a <laughs> recipe for blueberry jam or some bullshit. <laughs> I love me some Corey Feldman, but I love it for the kind of the quirkiness of Corey. Mm-hmm. It's not really necessarily about his talent or his stardom. It's about his quirkiness. I think that's what makes Corey interesting. And if I was Corey, I would try and be in on the joke a little bit. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's true. If I was in on the joke a little bit, maybe not 100%. Maybe you stay a little bit oblivious so that you can keep it going. But you get in on the joke a little bit so that like, so that you carve out a little niche for yourself. When you're selling out rooms because people want to see if your tooth falls out or not, <laughs> that is not exactly the pinnacle of a career. You need to jump on the bandwagon and ride the wave, kid. Don't fight against it. Ride it. And I just can't understand. I, I don't understand if he's actually... Do you think he's that oblivious or do you think he's just delusional? I think both. <laughs> I you mean, think he's delusional and oblivious? I, I mean, I think he, you know, I think he lives in a total delusional world probably based on everything he's gone through in his life well, he's been a kid he's been a child star since yeah. the day he was born basically so yeah there's something going on there but yeah like you said he should just jump in and kind of make fun of himself and stay relevant i think if this happens to us because it's likely to if this happens to us <laughs> I think we're in on the joke, right? We embrace it. We have always embraced it. We are the best mediocre comedy podcast out there. Trust me, not everybody says great things about the commercial break. (laughs) Unbelievable as it may sound, Chrissy and I don't always get uh, warm and rosy reviews from everybody. But the truth is, we don't care because we know it's true. And that's (laughs) fine. It doesn't matter how you get here. Just get here. I don't care how you get here. Just get here if you can. I don't give a shit. Just come and listen to the show. That's all I care about. And if you like it, stick around. And if you don't, you're welcome to leave. But I promise you, we are not so serious. We are not so precious about the commercial break that we don't know that it's probably a little bit of a joke to some people. (laughs) We started it as a joke. Yes, we did. (laughs) Yes. All right, let's take another short break, and we'll be back after... We'll we'll be back after these messages. We'll be right back. (laughs) (laughs) Remember that? Oh, of course. Uh, Yeah, Saturday morning cartoons. Hello again, my little podcast pals. It's Christina, and I am just here to remind you once again to go on over to tcbpodcast.com because that is where all of our episodes live. Want to get involved with the show? 
leave us a voicemail at 626-ASK-TCB3 if you don't want your voice played on the show because, look, I get it, I'm only here under duress. You can text us instead at 855-TCB-8383. And as always, please remember to go follow us on Instagram at The Commercial Break and on TikTok at TCB Podcast. And also, don't forget about our precious little YouTube channel, youtube.com slash The Commercial Break. I promise those videos are worth your time. Now, let's listen to some sponsors and then we'll get back to whatever they were talking about. I know you watch just as many of the reality love shows as I do. I try to keep up. You try and keep up. 90 Day Fiance, <laughs> Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, you know. All I did the, not watch the latest Love is Blind. You I'm didn't watch it. the latest Love is Blind? Mm-mm. I think it was really good. You got. I think you should tune in. <laughs> but the, the, the thing about the new, newest Love is Blind is they only focused on two couples. That's mm-hmm. it. It was like, you know more got engaged, but they obviously pick and choose the people who they think are most entertaining i think that's how it goes because we've heard from other seasons that they do mm-hmm. do that they leave some people behind they may go to the resort but they may be on the other side of the resort being filmed or not filmed that must be a real shit and fucking kicking the balls if you go through all of that <laughs> then you find the love featured. of your life yeah and then the cameras just slowly start moving backwards until they're not there anymore <laughs> Just enjoy the vacation. It's yeah. on us. Don't worry about it. However, <laughs> you're never going to be shown on the show. Um, but I've been looking at this incredibly disturbing trend, Chrissy, and I want to. I want to know if it, if you've seen it or if it bothers you. What in the fuck? And this is happening on Bachelor. Uh, Island oh, I or have whatever. gotten into the Golden Bachelor. <laughs> oh, you have? Uh-huh. Okay, <laughs> yeah. I heard it's juicy. It is. Is it? It's interesting. They said it's the most sexed up Bachelor ever. <laughs> And I don't know what that meant, but I just read a headline somewhere that said that. Um, here's the disturbing trend. I see this on Love is Blind, Married at First Sight, Bachelor Island, Love in Paradise, or whatever it is. And then I saw it on uh, 90 Day Fiance, Le- Trouble in Paradise, Love in Paradise, whatever that was. The resort, last resort. Yeah, the last resort. And then I've seen it on 90 Day Fiance's. These people are doing something that is highly offensive to me, and I can't stand it, and I wish it would stop. They are walking into their apartment or their home or the hotel room. They are sitting on the couch or laying on the bed, and they are not taking their shoes off. <laughs> Why are you not taking your shoes off? What kind of broken home did you come from where putting your shoes, your dirty-ass shoes, on a bed or a couch is in any way appropriate? inquiring minds want to know <laughs> yeah i can't go on the bed the shoes can't go on the bed i can't sleep at night <laughs> thinking about your shoes on that couch <laughs> i don't care if you're being filmed and you don't like your feet you gotta take your shoes off you walk into public bathrooms you walk all over the street where people piss and poop and all that other you do all that <laughs> stuff and then you go home and you pop on the bed with your shoes on and some of these people are actually putting their feet on the bed not even just like laying down with the shoes up they're putting their feet on the bed and i can't understand for the life of me why you would do this please somebody explain this to me this is insane <laughs> exactly brian i think this is such i i don't know which is do you uh, do you have a rule about this at your home? Uh, yeah, we don't wear shoes in the house, but it's not, you know, it's not super strict. I think when you have small children is when you really get tuned into it. No, I'm pretty sure this was going on for a long time mm. in my life. But this okay. is maybe this is my OCD. 
Mm-hmm. Maybe it's just my personal thoughts about hygienes and habits, but well, I mean, we don't put our shoes on the bed. No, no, or on ever. the couch. No. <laughs> my kids sometimes they're running in their socks and then they go up on my bed and I'm like, ah, 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 take those socks off when you're on the bed because <laughs> I think about you know that damn dog is running everywhere just letting pee loose whenever they want to. <laughs> One of my daughters spits out food at a regular pace and we're always cleaning up after something and then they're sliding around on their socks and putting them God knows where in their mouth and their yeah. butts. I don't even know what they're doing with those socks and then they want to run all over my bed with the socks. I don't mind you running the bed. You're a kid. Do your thing. But can you please take the socks take off? The socks off. Yeah, so I don't have to have your, you know, d- blues, dirty, pee-related socks all over <laughs> my face at night. I just don't think it's hygienic. And then I'm watching it happen left and right on these TV shows. And it's the only thing that I can think about is like, <laughs> and even Astrid will say it. It's like, why are they putting their, take your shoes off of the bed. If I'm meeting someone at first sight, married at first sight, love is blind, whatever it is. And then they walk in to the fresh, clean hotel room with that beautifully made bed and those lovely fluffed up pillows and the new linens. And the first thing you do is plop your fucking dirty ass shoes on there. Hell to the no. Hell to the no. Can we stop this? It's going to be on the treaty. Can we take yep, our shoes add it to the off treaty. the bed? Mm-hmm. God damn, guys. What the fuck? I, maybe it's just me. May, maybe it's just me. You tell me out there in the podcast universe. Am I being obsessive about this? Is this gone a little too far? Has Brian's idiosyncrasies but bled right out of his eyeballs? Or is there a good reason to be concerned about the new trend of people putting shoes and on beds and on couches? Because it's one thing to do it on a couch. Okay, you usually just put your butt on the couch, mm-hmm. right? And my butt's been a lot of places, and I don't care. You know, opinions are like assholes. Everyone has one; they all stink, right? So I don't, I don't care that much. No, I can't do the couch either because I mean, we're we're nude most of the time in our house. So. <laughs> Please, can we have a camera in there? Please, I don't want to see your naked bodies. We can put little boxes on there. I just want to see how all of this functions. You guys cook in the nude? Are there people cooking in the nude over there? Is there like hot grease and nudity? I'm not sure. I think I'm more bothered by that. <laughs> I come over for a dinner at Chrissy. I bring my 18 children, and Chrissy's just got a an apron on with her butt sticking right. out, yeah, cooking on a hot apron. grill. Yeah. And Jeff walks in. <laughs> Anybody want some wine? I'm going to DD canter it real quick. <laughs> Let me stick my balls in it. I just nut foliated. <laughs> exactly. I've got the Super Sack Scrubber 3000, Brian. Uh, yeah, couches and really, I don't want shoes in the house. But sure. when strangers come over, I'm not that strict about it, right? Yeah. It's not like I'm not living in like a Japanese home where it's like you, uh, rude mm-hmm. and, and cu- it's customary to take your shoes off and rude, unthinkable to keep them on. It's not like that. If someone wants to wear their shoes, okay. But if you put them on the couch in any way, shape, or form, I'm not going to be happy about no. it. No. I really am not. Uh, and I'm just, you know, I don't know. I'm just tarred and feathered <laughs> about this. I really am. And I can't believe And every time I watch one of these shows and it happens, it just drives me crazy. It's, it's the only you. thing that I can think about is those goddamn shoes on the bed. <laughs> There's a shoe rack for a reason. You put those things in the closet. You leave them at the front door. Wash them. If you got a brand new fucking pair of shoes, if you literally got good, you go to Payless and you get a brand new Payless. I do wash my shoes often. I do too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I just learned like five years ago that you can wash shoes and mm-hmm. now I'm into it. I hate the noise that it makes, but I wash the shoes. Yeah, it's good. If you go to fucking Payless and you buy a brand new pair of shoes and you put those things on and you put your feet, even if you even put your body on the bed with the shoes hanging off, 
I'm still going to be upset. Doesn't matter how clean the shoes are. <laughs> I just don't think it's appropriate. I would prefer that you not do that, please. Because you're certainly not going to be invited back to my house. You probably won't be invited in the first place because we don't have anybody over. But because <laughs> I don't want to get a germ in the house that's then going to turn yeah. into sickness 4,000 where everybody in the house is sick for 12 days. <laughs> Which does happen. Oh, my God. Oh, it does happen. Just happened. <laughs> Just I know. Happened. <laughs> um, so. I think you should write in. I, I, I want to tweet at these people. If I knew how to tweet, I want to tweet <laughs> at these people. Because I know that's where you get angry is on Twitter and you send things yeah. to people. I want to tweet at these people and just be like, love the show. Hate your shoes on the bed. <laughs> love the show. Take off the shoes. That's all I got to say. <laughs> Here's another thing that drives me crazy. Here's another thing that drives me, gets my gold. Have you, I know you've heard this. You have satellite in the car? No. You don't have Sirius? So do you listen to the radio? I listen to Bluetooth usually. So music or podcast or. Okay. So, so you don't probably hear a lot of radio commercials, but now they have television commercials. This started probably a decade ago. And the first time I heard the fucking song, it drove me crazy. But now every time that I hear the first note of this song, I have to turn the radio off at least for <laughs> at least for three minutes while I know this commercial's going away. What? One eight seven seven cars for kids. Eight seven 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 cars for kids. One eight seven seven cars for kids. Donate your car today. I'm sure you're doing lots of good out there with your donate your car bullshit. Can you please not make us suffer anymore through the goddamn song? Please. We, do- we donated a car one time. To 877 Cars for Kids? No, it was to NPR. Uh, NPR? <laughs> yeah, they, accept, they accept cars. <laughs> NPR? Uh, yeah. I got a 1992 Honda Celica with one... I got a... Excuse me. I got a 1992 <laughs> Honda Accord with no bumper on the front, half a hood, and a door that won't open. And I took the engine out for parts and crack cocaine. Would you take it from me? Sure. We here at NPR would love your old car. We put them in the backyard. <laughs> I don't know. We turn them into art for the lobby. What do they do? They sell them it, for junk. I don't know what they do. They but sell yeah, them for junk. I had heard a commercial for that before. And so Jeff and I, this is years ago, we had... This car, it was actually perfectly fine. It just didn't run, and it wasn't worth really anything. So we were like, let's just donate it. Sure. I, I get it. Like, I get yeah. it. It's probably a viable, uh, you know, mission, and it's a viable way of making money for these charities. Yeah. But the song is so fucking <laughs> I obnoxious. I have not heard this. Oh, you haven't heard it? Uh-uh. I find that hard to believe. The commercials are everywhere, and they're all the time. It's like every commercial break. It's kind of like the commercial break. Every commercial break is the same fucking with end. commercials, really. You are just <laughs> missing out. <laughs> One of my kids only wants to watch the commercials. That's all he's interested in is commercials. No, I like just having it all the way to take out the commercials. Oh, Chrissy. I'll pay you to take out. I'll pay extra for no commercials. <laughs> One, eight, seven, seven shoes on it the bed. It sounds like you may want to pay for no commercials. I too. do pay for no commercials, but somehow I hear commercials all the time. One eight seven seven shoes on the bed. <laughs> One eight seven seven. Get your shoes off the bed. <laughs> I hate this. One day I'm going to bring that song in and I'm going to play it for you, and you tell me this would not drive you crazy on at least the four hundredth <laughs> time of hearing it I'm because sure it, it is absolute. Insanity. You know what song? A commercial song I have in my head is lately is BK. Have, have it your way. way. You rule. <laughs> 
We sing that all the time in the house. It's catchy. If you got a bad song stuck in your head, just remember the BK song, and that's a little earwig that can clear you <laughs> yes. out. It's like a palate cleanser. Exactly. Yeah. It's like a palate cleanser for all the other shit in your head. It is. Yeah, I guess football really is the only time I see the commercials, and it's on in almost like every commercial break yeah. there. Well, I, I read a whole article about the BK song and the guy who wrote it and that it's become such an earwig, you know, something that gets stuck in your <laughs> yeah. head. But it's a good one. I, I can take that. Yeah. I, I can do, you know, BK, <laughs> have it your way. way. You rule. I love it. Even my kids sing it. Yeah. Now, that's a good That's a good jingle. The other one is I just dislike <laughs> it so much. I don't have anything against Cars for Kids. I'm sure they do a lot of good work. But I'm, I'm imploring the people at Cars for Kids. I'm begging of you. Please change that fucking song. Get the BK song. guy. Yeah. So write a new song. You, you buy enough commercials. You buy enough media <laughs> to actually change that song. You've been doing it for 10 years. Can we change it up? Can we make it fresh? Can we do something different? Because you're driving me crazy. <laughs> uh, oh, you got it out. You got it out. I got it out. But I'd still take the Cars for Kids over a Corey Feldman song any day of the week. <laughs> I, I'm going to have to brush up on Corey. I no. have not Don't seen you worry, of... Chrissy. I got a whole <laughs> dissertation coming on Corey okay. from way back in the early days up until now. Listen, Corey in some ways has, has had a good life and in some other ways has admittedly has not had a great life. There are two sides to every story. Mm-hmm. Everyone has a little lightness, a little darkness. It's just the way that it is. We all know it, right? If you're old enough, you understand. Um... But that music career of his is just off the skids. It's like, it's just, I would rather have shoes. Is he coming to Atlanta? He is coming to Atlanta. <laughs> need to go see He is maybe. coming to Atlanta. And maybe, maybe we'll get to see him or talk to him. All right. TCBpodcast.com. That's where you go. You find out more information about Chrissy and I. You want your piggy fronting sticker? We got one for you. All you got to do is go to the website, hit the contact us button, drop down menu. I want my free sticker. Give us your physical address. Tell us if you want us to sign anything, say anything. We'll be happy to do that. And then every seven to ten days, we send out a bunch of them. So, and everyone's bothering Asterisk. Stop bothering Asterisk. <laughs> Stop it. It's coming. All right, all right. We get it. You want your sticker? We're going to get it to you. Promise. Promise. We'll make sure it gets there. Uh, you can watch all the video and the audio at the website, tcbpodcast.com. And you can find out more about Chrissy and I. We've got a little timeline about our journey together. I think it's really funny. It's cute. I, like it. it's cute. I love it. Yeah. Yep. And pretty soon, we'll also have a page up there for the Audio Scavenger Hunt oh, happening in December. $1,000 gold dot gift card going to one lucky winner, but we're going to make you work for it. You're going to have to scavenge around our audio <laughs> to find the clues and put them together. I'm excited about this one, actually. Yeah, I think it's a good, good one. We might do some version of this every year, I think. I feel like. Um, we didn't make you work for it last time. We're making it work for it now. 626-ASK-TCB, the number 31626-ASK-TCB3. Questions, comments, concerns, content ideas, text them there. Ask TCB, ask Brian's mom. You know how to do it. You can leave a voicemail also. You might be on the show. Add the commercial break on Instagram. TCB podcast on TikTok and YouTube.com slash the commercial break. (laughs) All right, Chrissy, I guess that's all I can do for today. I think so. But I will tell you that I love you. I love you. And I will tell you best to you. Best to you. And I'll also say to you out there, best to you. Best listeners in the podcast universe, Chrissy and I are convinced. Thank you very much for listening. Until next time, we always say, we do say, and we must say. Goodbye.